Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. So today I want to talk to you about something that I think niggles lots of us, especially when we're first starting our own businesses, but also as well, kind of almost at every stage of business, I think this kind of feeling can crop up sometimes. And it's this whole idea about, you know, seeing other people and feeling like lots of people around you in the online space are a bit of an overnight success. I know myself from my own experience that one of the things I found most frustrating when I've started any of my different businesses that I've done is that things can feel really long and slow and kind of a bit painful when you're first starting. And, you know, we go online, we look around, we look at other people. Quite often we're looking at them, you know, in admiration or looking for inspiration. But this can also quickly turn into a bit of a feeling that it seems like everyone is ahead of you. They're doing all the different things. You know, they seem to be so many steps ahead. They're generally one big old success story. If you do have that little voice of self-doubt in your head and, you know, giving you a bit of a niggling feeling, then this can be quite frustrating and I think at times also a little bit demotivating. Now, there are lots of ways that we can kind of help ourselves and overcome this and what I want to do today in today's episode is kind of talk about this niggling feeling that we can sometimes get and have almost a little bit of a kind of reality check and share with you some like behind the scenes of what's happened to me and how I've grown my business and how I know, you know, calling myself out here, like seemingly online, I talk a lot about like success and all the great things that are happening, but like none of this has been an accident. There's been a whole process I've been through for the past six months to the past five years. And I wanted to be honest about that and share that with you. And hopefully as well, kind of give some reassurance that, you know, not everybody is an overnight success. In fact, nobody is an overnight success. And kind of things that you can ask yourself as well when you get this niggling feeling to help you overcome that. You know, like I say, a lot of what we do online is, and a lot of what we see online is that people talk a lot about all the things that have worked really well and don't always talk about the things that haven't quite worked out or actually even how long it's taken us to get there. And like when I listen to other people talking about this, you know, there's lots of famous examples that get thrown around, like famous examples of rejection and people dusting themselves off and sort of getting back up on their feet you know like JK Rowling and how she was you know Harry Potter was rejected so many times and Spielberg was rejected from sort of universities I think before he dropped out and went on to do his directing Oprah Dyson so many big famous examples out there personally and I don't know about you but when I listen to these examples they don't really inspire me they don't really pick me up too much and it's not because I'm not you know really impressed with these people and they've achieved such incredible things in their lives but I guess the thing is, and this is something that took me kind of a long time to kind of realise, you know, but the reason I didn't feel kind of overly motivated by those stories was it was because those people were so many chapters ahead of me that it felt like totally unobtainable, like totally unreachable. And I just couldn't see how me starting off where I am right now was going to become the next, you know, 
Oprah. Now, don't get me wrong, that is not my ambition. That's not what I'm here to do. (laughs) But my point is, is that kind of in these bigger spaces, we get these examples thrown at us and they're not always, I think, the most helpful things in the world. And another part of this as well is that, you know, when we're looking at these big goals and looking ahead at all these different things, especially when we're first getting started, there's such a sense of urgency. And I think the online space is filled with this. You know, there's a sense of urgency to have everything done by yesterday and be achieving your goals really quickly, you know, quarter by quarter. And so much of this is fueled by kind of things that are marketed to us, like the sales tactics that are used. And don't get me wrong, I'm not against any of this. Like, in fact, I actually think it's quite an important part of sales like sometimes we do need to create a bit of urgency for people we do need to give them a nudge and help them over the finish line almost and get them to commit if it is something they really want but the problem is for us as well in our own businesses is that this can cause a bit of a mindset problem here are some of the things that I notice with a lot of maybe clients who I first start working with and also can really see this in myself and and something I you know if I'm super hand on heart honest I still have to fight these niggles and behaviours and patterns a lot. One of the problems that I sort of see coming up quite a lot is this idea and this feeling like we're always trying to race towards the finish line. Like there's always this big goal, this big thing that we're trying to achieve. And it's the only thing that we set our sights on. It feels like a bit of a cheesy cliche to say, but it almost stops us enjoying the process and enjoying this journey that we're on in our businesses. And I think the problem with this is that like when you are ambitious and you're running your own business, you've got so many ideas and so many goals that the problem is as soon as you tick off that goal, you're then leaping onto the next one and almost you're setting your sights like further and further ahead into the distance. I don't think that there's anything wrong with this. Like I think it's exciting and it's what makes running your own business such a amazing experience but on the flip side it does mean that you don't kind of sit back and just sort of look at your day-to-day and enjoy the kind of steps and processes that you're going through and the connections that you're building so that's kind of problem number one with this feeling of urgency and trying to hit the goal straight away The second thing is that I think it's really easy to concentrate on financial goals. And of course, again, this is really important. If your business isn't making money, then it's just a hobby and it's probably not going to be sustainable for you long term. But equally, having too much an obsession about these financial goals, I think can have a really deep influence on our happiness, our feelings of success and almost like our worthiness as well. You know, this is a really interesting one. And I and I've noticed this like in myself, in my own business as well as like the years have gone by like I've had months where you know they were like my highest income months and for a split second it was really exciting and it was great and you know I sort of saw so much potential there but on the flip side I didn't like this feeling that like my happiness and my feeling of like value at the end of the month was totally dependent on like what financial gains I'd had And actually it threw up loads of other emotions for me around like, would I be able to do it again? Is it sustainable? You know, how am I going to keep achieving this month after month? Now, the truth is like I have strategies and all sorts of things going on in the background. But for me, I didn't like that at the end of the month, the first thing I was reflecting on was how much money I'd made. Like it was important, but I want money to be a byproduct of like the happiness and freedom and 
all sorts of other types of success that I have in my business. It's not just all about the sort of numbers in the bank account. Another problem as well with this kind of urgency and sense of trying to get everything done straight away when we're first getting started is that we can also spend a bit too much time trying to find the perfect thing or, you know, that silver bullet that's going to project us from here and like, you know, make us skip 10 chapters and be a raging success, whatever that might look like to us. But what I found is that when we have that mindset, it really encourages us to kind of jump from like idea to idea, new shiny object to new shiny object. And we never really truly commit to something properly. So in that instance, you know, we could potentially be missing out on actually like a bit of a great opportunity. But because we haven't kind of stuck with it for long enough, we haven't really given it a chance to get rolling and get off the floor. So I guess, you know, all these problems here, like I say, come down to this idea that we are trying to do everything all at once, trying to have the perfect solutions all at once. And yet, honestly, I have yet to ever meet one business owner who found that perfect one thing straight away, who got it right from day one. And this is something I always talk about to my clients, you know, whether it's like your strategy or your marketing approach or even your products and services, like nothing is perfect from day one. And it's all a big experiment. And it's about kind of taking a deep breath sometimes and giving yourself a chance, you know, setting yourself like a realistic amount of time to try something, experiment with it, what's working, what's not working. And the idea is, it's almost like, you know, when I say this, I'm kind of imagining almost like a bit of a music studio. Not that I know much about it, but we'll roll with this analogy. And the idea is that, you know, as you're kind of listening to the sounds and things like that, you're just ever so slightly tweaking and twisting the dials, adjusting things until everything comes into focus, everything's really clear. You know, my, my podcast editor's listening to this and he's probably thinking this girl really has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> But that is the image I have in my head when I imagine these things. Because my my point is, you know, that we don't have to make great big huge changes. It's actually the little small actions, you know, every sort of few weeks, every few months. That's what makes a huge difference. And I think another thing as well, you know, when we're first getting started is also thinking about, you know, okay, we have these big dreams and we can really see, you know, like how grand and amazing our businesses could become and we we kind of almost daydream about that but equally I also think it's really important to kind of do a bit of a stock check of where you are right now and think about like are you actually ready for all that success to happen to you right now like if it happened to you today or you woke up tomorrow and it all happened. So things I always talk about with my clients is, yes, we're going to go for the big dreams. We're going to go for the big goals. You know, we're going to try and build our audiences, get our marketing right. But there's a lot of things to consider in the background when we want to have this sort of big volume almost of success coming into us. So three sort of questions to ask yourself today if you're thinking about this is, number one, like imagine if your number of customers tripled, quadrupled, you know, went up to big, huge numbers. Would you have the systems in place to handle this? So if you're sat here already and you're already feeling a bit like, oh, you know, my email management's taking up too much of my time or the prep that I have to do for my clients is actually, you know, I don't feel like I've got enough hours in the day, all sorts of different components of like that service delivery. Imagine if that was like tripled, would you be able to handle it? Like, is it totally scalable? And also as well, do you have multiple or scalable ways to work with you? So this is something I work with a lot with my clients and I talk about, you know, a lot of the time when we create like product ladders in our business or different ways to work with us, 
we want to have you know the kind of top of the tree vip sort of offers and services but we also want to have something scalable at the bottom where it doesn't matter if one person's there or maybe a hundred people are there the systems and processes are still working exactly the same and in theory it shouldn't take up a hundred times more of your energy and the last thing as well is thinking about do you know if the product or service that you have does truly work for both yourself and your clients and the reason I say this is because so much of the time I think when we get started we have a new idea you know think about your own businesses now think about I bet things have really changed and developed over the years and so this again is another big part of it is about like fine-tuning and tweaking what's going on and making sure like again that your clients are getting results that they're getting a lot from it they're showing up they're enjoying it you know they're recommending the service but also on the flip side as well is it working for you do the timetables work for you do you feel like you still have a good work-life balance or actually are you you know selling your soul to (laughs) to try and serve your clients and yes okay the money might be good and things like that but does it make you happy Is it giving you that freedom that you really want? The reason I kind of ask all these things to consider is one, it's one side of it is thinking about, do you have those foundations in place? But the other side is, is it actually really what you want right now? Or are things going to change and evolve a little bit? Like, let me give you an example. So my coaching, so I've been working for myself now for five, five and a half years, maybe. Mainly my background was in running my tuition business and memberships and online courses and things like that. And then over about the past 18 months or so, I've also been running my coaching business. And in that time, things have definitely changed and evolved for me. So I'll kind of talk you through a bit of an overview of like what things have looked like. So when I first got started, I knew straight away just off the back of my tutoring business that I didn't want to go straight into one-to-one. I did a little bit of one-to-one coaching here and there, but I liked the group format, like that's what I wanted to do. So I designed my first beta group and we went through a sort of 12 week process together and I really loved it. It was such a great experience and I learned so much from it. I managed to design my courses around it and everything else. But the truth was when I got to the end of it, I didn't really love the idea that it sort of just stopped. It had an end date. Like it felt like there was so much more that we could do. So I decided that the next sort of phase was I wanted something with a bit of continuation to it. So my next idea was I did a low touch kind of online course, which was good. You know, all the resources were there. I was still showing up. I was doing, you know, monthly kind of group calls and things like that to help and support people. But then I kind of felt like, hmm, I've kind of gone from one extreme to the other here of like lots of contact. Now, actually, there's not enough contact going on. So off the back of that, I went straight back into my group program and decided, you know, this is what I really love. I've kind of tried the two different approaches of sort of how I see lots of people online delivering courses. And this is the one for me. Like, I want that more contact time with people so that was how my accelerate program really started getting going and it was a group program with people and we would have weekly calls and again I really loved it but still always looking for ways to tweak and develop because this is what we do isn't it when we have products and services we're always looking at how we can improve it make it even better and for me it was I still wanted more points of contact with people so the evolution of this was that it's now become its hybrid program what it is today. So this is a mixture of like group calls and one-to-one support that I get to give people. And I really love it. It works so well. I have really good relationships with my clients. I get to spend lots of time with them and give them lots of support. So even there, just over 18 months, you can see there's been like 
three to four kind of stages of like growth and development and all the time always tweaking and changing now the truth is 18 months ago I wouldn't have necessarily been ready to do the hybrid sort of style program that I'm doing right now because all these other little experiments and different ways of doing things have helped me to keep building up resources and experience and ultimately finding the best way to help and support my clients in a way that they really want to as well. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not the end of the road. I still have a million ideas and my clients know this and I'm quite frequently bouncing ideas off with them and, you know, thinking about the next steps and how we can grow it and how we can make it even better. But this mindset I found, and the reason I'm sharing this with you is because I want to be honest and say that like this bit more laid back sort of approach to like how my business is going and what it's going to look like I found to be really helpful so my goals I don't necessarily have this one big huge giant vision of what everything's going to look like don't get me wrong the ideas are there I know kind of the main fundamentals of it all but I'm very happy to kind of sit back and enjoy the process of this evolution and you know always asking my clients for feedback always asking them what they like what they don't like what they'd like me to add what they'd like me to take away because I think this is a much more sort of organic way to do things and ultimately it does take a lot of pressure off me and takes away that urgency of feeling like I've got this big huge goal I need to achieve you know by the end of the quarter by the end of the year and honestly it brings so much more happiness into the business and of course if you're in that much more positive state you can be a lot more creative you're going to want to show up a lot more and every part of it is going to feel a lot more natural for you you know I I love a cliche I love an idiom so (laughs) English teacher coming out would be here it's still there so I'm going to share with you kind of three little phrases idioms cliches that I think really apply to what we've talked about today you know we've talked a lot about this idea of like often when you get started there's that feeling of everybody else around you is like an overnight success and you feel this urgency to kind of get things going and you wish it could be done by yesterday. So three really valuable things I think I've really learned and that I also share with my clients. So number one, lay one brick at a time. So building your business is a lot like building a house, diving into analogies here. But when you, you know, when you're building a house or having an extension done or something like that, so much of the money and time and resources goes into laying the foundations. And that's super frustrating, isn't it? Because you're spending all that money for basically everything that's underground and you don't see it once it's all done. But after that, after those foundations are laid, after that kind of what feels like a long, painful, slow process at the beginning, you pick up the momentum and then everything else just sort of pops up around it. Now, again, I could really go into a big long analogy here about home improvements and DIY and, you know, how long these things can take. (laughs) I'm sure people listening, we've all had very different experiences of it. But the point is, is that in those early stages, getting the foundations right, making sure that everything is secure and ready to go for when things do speed up, is a really integral and important part of building a business. The second one is slow and steady wins the race. So, okay, I wanted to get rid of the word race at the end of that there because like, it's not a race and there is no finish line. You know, we are only in competition with ourselves. And like I was saying with the finish line idea, like there is almost no end goal because again, the beauty of running your own business is that the world is... (laughs) here's the next cliche, the world is your oyster. But you know, you can do whatever you want with your business. You can take it in whatever direction. Like this is the freedom that you have. So there's no necessarily finish line that you're going for. And ultimately, 
taking a bit more of a steady approach to it is really going to help you to balance and reflect. Now, don't get me wrong, there are going to be seasons in your business where you're going to want to speed up and all of a sudden, you know, things are going to move really quickly. Like maybe you're launching something in your business or you've had that exciting flash of a new idea and you want to bury yourself down and work really hard on it. And of course, that that is such an exciting time. So I'm certainly not saying here that you need to be, you know, a snail and just crawling along really slowly. But it's that whole thing of thinking about the balancing act, like you can't be sprinting the whole way through because you will just burn out. And the last one is the early bird catches the worm. So the idea behind this, I would say, is that not necessarily, again, not telling you to be part of the 5am club, you know, works for some people, not everybody. But it's more this idea of like making sure that the first thing you're focusing on, like your real priority is your business because if you do want it to grow if you do want to see like the great success that other people around you have ultimately it does need to be your number one focus the thing that you're like really pouring all your heart and soul into and I guess the reason I use like the phrase the the idiom early bird catches the worm is because for me you know what I do first thing in the morning is normally the thing that I care about the most so that would be making a cup of tea but then generally I do dive into my business quite early in the morning because I get that like bounce of energy waking up Um, and that's something I never had working for other people and that's something that really again excites me and drives me forward with my business so hope you found this episode helpful this week I am running a free training as well that's going to really hopefully tie in with everything we've talked about here so it's all about how to be more visible online now it's going to be hosted on the 18th of April so Tuesday the 18th at 10 o'clock in the morning now if you're listening to this episode and that time has already gone don't worry the link in the show notes is still going to work because it's going to give you access to the replay now the idea of this free masterclass is that we're going to be talking all about organic strategies that don't require you to throw loads of money into ads or I'm not going to be talking about cold direct messaging people instead we're going to be talking about this like manageable sustainable way to help you grow your audience help you make more sales and ultimately find a way that suits your style of working so none of this kind of urgency all about creating a routine that works for you and helps you to grow your business at a pace that suits you as well. So if you would like to join me live, the link is in the description and I will send you over all the details. And if you're listening to this in the future, away from that date, the link is still going to be there and you will get access to the replay. So I hope you enjoy and I thank you for listening to, to another episode soon. of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. For more information and support from today's episode, head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.